You are a tile installer. You're talented. You create something of great beauty. You build something of value for your customers. I know that you can build the business that you've always dreamed of. I know that you can build this type of business and that it can provide very well for you and your family. The type of business that is going to sell value over price. I know this and I believe this because of the type of business we're in. You can build this business. You can be compensated very well for your talents and for your value that you are providing your clients. Your right customers are out there. I know you can find them. Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of Tile Money. This is the podcast where we discuss the business of being a tile contractor. My name is Luke Miller, and I am on a mission to help tile contractors everywhere. I want to help tile contractors run and grow sustainable, profitable businesses. I started this podcast, Tile Money, with the vision and the hope and the intention of assisting and and helping fellow tile contractors that I saw struggling. You know, I feel like I've already been blessed to, to have made that happen, but I also feel like I'm just getting started on my mission And thanks to you, friends, thanks to you for listening and and your support and the conversations we've had. I've been able to attract some great sponsors, some great partners that believe in my mission and that are backing me to help you. So thank you for sharing your success stories already. I'd like to take a minute and thank my partners. First of all, I'd like to thank the NTCA the National Tile Contractors Association. They are the nation's oldest and largest professional organization for tile contractors. Yes, they've been around since 1947. Their focus is on assisting their members grow and operate their businesses. That's why they're a great partner for me. I've been getting to know them and getting to know the people inside the NTCA. They are working hard at at bettering the industry. And many of them who are volunteers um, are also running great, profitable, successful tile installation businesses. And that's the beauty of this organization is they're actually out there doing it every day and have been for years and years, most of the people inside this organization. So I'm saying to you, if you're looking for your five new best friends, five people that are going to impact your life and your business, uh, join the NTCA, but it's not just like a light switch and your business is going to you know, be turned on. You're going to have to go to these events, put some effort in there, go to these events like coverings and TSP and find those five people that you want to start associating with, the, the five people that will help you get where you want to be. It can be done. Laidacree International has been a sponsor of mine from the beginning as well, along with the NTCA. I love Laidacree. They're a family-owned, customer-focused company. Laidacrete was started by a tile contractor, a tile installer. He saw the need for innovation. He wanted to uh, create something that was lighter as the build- buildings were getting taller. The founder, Dr. Henry Rothberg, he literally invented Thinset right inside his garage right here in the USA. How cool is that? Today, Laidacrete continues to innovate. They continue to pave the way, 
not accepting mediocrity. You know, their products, they're making them safer. They're offering silica-free thin sets now. Over the years, one of the best things about Laidacrete that I've come to know and love is that they've maintained their family values. Yes, their core values of who they are. If you ever get a chance to, to visit one of their operations, their factories where they make thin set and grout, you're going to know and experience this. If you ever get a chance to go up and introduce yourself to their CEO, uh, David Rothberg family, you know, go up and introduce yourself. He will take a sincere interest in you. I guarantee it. Just like he did me. He didn't know me from Adam. I just, I was another small contractor and he asked me personal questions, not just about the business, but mostly about my life, to be honest. So I love it. Thank you, Later Creek. Keep up the good work. Keep innovating. Crossville is my newest sponsor. They are America's leading manufacturer and provider of porcelain tile. Um, they are offering a variety of glass tile, natural stone. They import some. And this is great uh, for, of course, exterior, interior, whatever your application. A lot of their products, what I love, are made right here in the United States. Their innovative tile products are sustainable, expertly designed to last a lifetime. They are leading the way in both the manufacturing of gauged porcelain tile panels, as well as donating time and energy to helping write some of these installation standards. And in today's episode, I actually interviewed Noah Chitty, who is taking charge of a lot of this. So look forward to that interview here. So if you're looking for a tile manufacturer who you feel you want to partner with, want to consistently buy good materials, I, I highly check out you look into Crossville's products if you're not familiar with them already. So today's episode, today's episode is all about relationships. How important are building relationships in your business? Well, let me ask you, how important is it that you continue to build and nurture these relationships in your personal life. You know, relationships are everything. And, and this is true in personal life as well as business. And, and just like personal life, we have to not only, you know, make acquaintances, but also nurture these relationships and, and you know, keep in contact. And today we're going to shine the light on this and, and see why these relationships are so important. Business is, a ver is very personable, is it not? You know, people make decisions vastly, you know, because of how they're feeling, their emotions, we're emotional creatures. And, and that's how we make decisions. So if somebody trusts a person, a business to take their money and deliver on the agreement that's made, this is so important for all businesses to understand, business owners. So it's important to understand the value of these relationships, the value of trust, the value of partnerships, you know, business deals are largely made on relationships, the largest business deals you can think of, you know, and it's true of the smallest as well. So it's easy to understand this concept when we just think about the deal that we're making with our clients to install their tile. But how about the relationships with our vendors? How about the people we are buying materials from? Tools, you know, um, how about even the tile? How important is it? that the people that supply those materials and tools, you know, know you on a first name basis or, or, you know, have a history with you. Do you know your reps? Do you know why you should? Is it important for your business to develop 
and nurture this relationship with them? What can it help for your business? So that's kind of the discussion I've had with Noah Chitty today uh, from Crossville. And I really like getting to see his perspective, you know, kind of from the other side of, of the equation on how important these relationships are. And hopefully this conversation will help you to think about uh, this in a new way. Hopefully this will encourage you to get out there and, and get to know your reps. Noah is the director of the technical services at Crossville. Noah has been working hard on the standards for both the manufacturing as well as the installation of GPTP. So he's a great guy to know. Um, you, you can meet him at all the trade shows. And uh, this conversation we had touched on both building these relationships and partnerships, as well as we did get into discussing some of this gauge porcelain tile panels. So I know you're going to enjoy this conversation. Check it out right now. So Noah, we've been talking about, you know, uh, partnerships, you know, the contractor partnering with, you know, manufacturers, whether that be materials or tile like Crossville, you know, what's the, what's the first steps for a contractor to start that relationship? I think probably the first steps are get to get to know your local rep, you know, because whether it's, whether it's the tools that you buy or the setting materials you buy or the tile that you're purchasing, if it's being sold in your area, then there's a rep behind it. Um, so I think the first step would be, you know, get to know who that person is. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to have this intimate, you know, relationship with them, but if you know who they are, you know, then you can reach out to them and maybe, you know, you can have a mutually beneficial relationship when things come up that, you know, each, each one of you needs. And then I would say the other, the other thing is just get involved. You know, I think I see a lot of folks that think things are going to, the industry is going to come to them, but the reality is, you know, we got, we got to go to the industry. So, you know, via NTCA and CTF and coming to the meetings like, you know, NTCA technical committee. I mean, that's for sure how I meet, you know, the majority of, you know, the tile contractors that we formed relationships with and, you know, long-term, you know, even friends um, are through the industry events and the participation in the technical committee meetings and the standards development stuff. So that's for sure. I think the best way. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, if, you know, from time to time, you know, God forbid there's a mistake, you know, there's a, um, a problem, a problematic job, you know, how much better would it be if you just ca are calling a friend that you've already developed a relationship with, even if that's, you know, you might talk twice, two or three times a year, you know, and then this yeah. time you've got, a, you know, a situation that you need help with. Um, yeah. So what I'm hearing is, you know, that's, that's the way to go. I mean, that's, that's the partnership right there, right? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, we always encourage, obviously, you know, if the tile's bought through a distributor that you go to the distributor first, you know, but I mean, I've got friends that, you know, I've known for 20 years now from meeting at industry events and, you know, yeah, they'll follow the procedure, but my cell phone rings and they're like, hey, I got a problem. And you know, the reality is we, we want to be able to deal with that. You know, there's nothing worse than I think than we hear, you know, hey, we had a problem with Crossville Tile, you know, multiple times. And I'm like, well, did you tell us? And they're like, no, we didn't say anything. It's like, okay, well, here we are. We can't we can't be better if we don't know you know if if we make mistakes so you know and even though there's not a lot of people in this technical services department at crossville we answer the phone when somebody calls and you know we want to be there to help so we know the difference there's a lot of tile out there for people to choose from so we know the dis difference is partnerships and relationships and you know we want to be those people that answer the phone and and a contractor can feel like hey they you know they're different than they're different than somebody else who you know won't give you the time of the day. So yeah. 
we know that can make a difference and we try to be those. Well, that's really good to hear. You know, speaking for, from the contractor perspective, a lot of times we feel so small. We're just like this little tiny ant and we look at Crossville and we think, you know, all, you know, it's almost like we just label it as, as a large corporation, but from what I'm hearing, yeah. you're, you know, you're a family run operation um, and you really need us just as much as we need you. Right. Is that what yeah, I'm hearing? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's no reason to make tile if it, if it can't be put in. So yeah, yeah. we were, I mean, and I think that's, that's why, you know, most of the, the large dollars that we spend are within TCA and CTF because we do realize, you know, without contractors, you know, and um, that, you know, there's no reason to make tiles. So yeah, we, we absolutely feel like that, but you know, it's, it's interesting when, when I worked at tile council, people felt the same way. Like there was this kind of Taj Mahal in the desert of, you know, what tile council was and, you know, the reality people would come there and they'd meet the people that worked there and were there's just people, you know, yeah. trying to get a job done and trying to do good things for the industry. And I think the, the more you can, you know, make those kind of relationships and make the connections, you, you will find out that, you know, no matter how big a company is at the, at the end of the day, there's, there's just a bunch of people, you know, trying to, trying to get the job done and trying to do, do good for themselves, for their company, for the industry. So, yeah. Right on. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks for sharing, yeah. you know, your viewpoints on that. Uh, we've been talking a lot in the industry about gauge porcelain tile panels. Yeah. Are you, I know um, Crossville's had, you know, been producing a lot of these large panels. What's the future look like from your perspective? All right. I'm going to jump in here real quick. That was a great start to this conversation. Before we get into the GPTP discussions, let's talk about some industry news real quick. Today's industry news is sponsored by the NTCA. And it goes along with the, the porcelain panels. You know, the NTCA is providing a lot of training resources. One of the training resources they provide are their live workshops. This is a great opportunity to get to know uh, gauged porcelain tile panels, get to know how we should be installing them. It's a full day of training. Attendees will learn the new tile installation standards and industry methods for installing these big bad boys. So, <laughs> so I encourage you to check this out. If you do choose to attend one of these things, you're not only gonna learn how to do it, you're gonna learn where these things are made, how they're made, uh, where these panels can be used, the specialty tools you're gonna need, the setting materials, the techniques, everything basically to do with these uh, large panels. So. If you're interested in learning more about these large porcelain panels, this is a great, this is the place to start really, if you haven't had any training. And even if you had, I, I encourage you to attend and learn more. They're, they're limited to about 20 people I see on their website. So it's gonna be intimate, which is a good thing. You know, a really good uh, opportunity for learning quickly there. And even if you're not planning on selling or installing these large panel tiles, it's gonna be beneficial to you as the tile contractor in your area to be the expert, know about them, know what's coming down because when people start asking about this stuff, you want to either have the answers or know who to call. Again, relationships, partnerships, know who to call, know where to find those answers. So this is a great opportunity to uh, continue your, your education and build on professional relationships. The people that are teaching these classes, they're very knowledgeable and they're eager to share their knowledge and help you succeed. So click on the link in the show notes to find when the nearest NTCA workshop is going to be at a location near you. 
plan to attend one of these workshops. It's gonna help you grow your business. You're gonna learn, you're gonna be able to educate people in your communities. You're gonna be able to be the expert. All right, now let's get back to this conversation that I had with Noah Chitty, and he's gonna share some insight into the future of these large gauged porcelain panels. It's interesting for us. So, I mean, the, the growth has been steady. And even in a year where 2019, where, you know, regular tile was flat for multiple reasons, you could, you know, say LBT or, you know, labor shortage or, you know, more capacity than is necessary. Um, gauge porcelain tile panels have still grown for us, you know, 20 to 30% every year for the last six seven years um, and 2019 still showed that growth. So still think there's huge potential. And now when we grow 20%, we're talking a pretty substantial number of growth, uh, a lot more than when we said, Hey, it grew 40% and we started with nothing. Yeah. Um, so now it's significant, but it's, it's pretty interesting because we came out with 12 millimeter um, porcelain slabs um, that really go straight to the fabricator because they're not, you know, rectified or squared or finished or whatever you want to okay. say, and they're 400 pounds. So they're really something that we envision as a, a new customer, really the countertop market and fabricators. But now we're seeing all kinds of, we're starting to see people starting to do different things with thinner materials, with three millimeter and six, whether they're bonding at the phone to build prefabricated things or looking at it for furniture. So, you know, it's almost like seven years in, people are, even more people are coming and having these innovative ideas about what you can do with it, which is really great for the tile industry because it means that there's things that we can do to take market share from things that aren't tile, you know. So I think it, it, it's really good, but I, I see the growth continuing. I think that, you know, I don't know what the next innovation is, you know, they can't get right. much bigger or thinner. Um, so, you know, probably the next innovation is just look and really what people can do with it. And I yeah. think that's where I see the innovation going is, you know, what, what can you dream that it could be? And, you know, can you actually fabricate, facilitate and then sell that, you know? That's cool. That's, yeah. that's exciting. Um, you know, I, I hear from people, you know, we, we don't, we're not seeing it in our area. And I know I, I felt like that no. you know, as well, but you know, I, it's, it's definitely coming. I mean, if everybody, if all the manufacturers are having the same growth, you know, or similar growth as, as you're having, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, we, you know, like you said, we're a private company, so we don't release like sales numbers, but you know, I know there's eight other manufacturers out there with gauge porcelain tile. And if they're even a fraction of what, you know, we are, then there's millions of square feet being sold. So, you know, I saw some guys talking on the, on one of the forums the other day and they're like, yeah, it hasn't really hit our area. And I'm thinking, well, wait, we've got a distributor who's selling a couple of million dollars worth of gauge porcelain tile within a 50 mile footprint of where you are. So, you know, if it has, if you haven't seen it in your area, you know, maybe it's more commercially than residentially and, you know, maybe that's there, but, you know, I can't think it's not coming, you know, yeah, and especially yeah. as the price come down, as more labor is there to put it in, as people are having different ideas. Um, so, you know, it's strange for us because seven years in, they're like, I need to get training. It's like, where were you for the last seven years? But, you know, we focused a lot of training on commercially oriented um, trainers. You know, we didn't seek out. It was just people who came to us. But now I see more and more, especially in the residential market, of people saying, I need some training. So that's why we're continuing to, you know, um, facilitate that training through NTCA because I don't think it's going away. And, uh, yeah. you know, I've told in, internally, I've said, this is something we're going to need to keep in the budget for a long time. That's great. That's great. You know, speak, you know, talking about GPTP and, and you know, the fact that people are looking for it in their areas and you're saying it's there, you know, in some cases it's there, we're selling it. 
Um, this is, you know, bringing it back to the partnership thing. I mean, call, you know, put a call into your rep, you know, your Crossville rep or, or whoever your tile rep and say, do you know of any distributors near me? Can you make that introduction for me or at least point me in the yeah. right direction? Yeah, I mean, because we've got no matter where you are, we've got a distributor who's covering something in your footprint. And if you can make that connection with a rep and, you know, there's only one of me, so I wouldn't invite everybody to call me to find out the information. But for sure, I mean, you know, that that's an easy connection that a tile contractor can make is, you know, hey, this is something I want to get into. I'm going to get the training, you know, because we still have a lot of distributors, especially in the Northeast, that say they can get the jobs back and they can't find the laborer to put it in. So I know there's pockets of the country where more could be sold if there was more labor to successfully put it in. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a good partnership. Somebody could easily go to that distributor and be like, hey, I'm here. If you got jobs, let's you know, let's talk about how they can get done. So that, that that opportunity for sure still exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of opportunity in that field. Um, I met you just a few months ago for the first time inside a TCNA uh, meeting. You know, at, at yeah. TSP there in Nashville, and you know, you were taking the lead on on writing some of these standards for not only you know manufacturing but also installation. Is that correct? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure how all that became, you know, something we did. I mean, I would say in the in the beginning, we we had a need. We thought standards were important, um, and while standards benefit everybody, you know, you got to do it. You know, some, somebody's got to take the lead and, and kind of figure that out. So okay. we started with, uh, for me, in the very beginning, the installation standard was the most important because if everybody's not putting it in that same way, and failures start to happen, it'll kill it. Um, so we, but in order to have an installation standard, we had to have a product standard. Um, so that's really where we started. It took us five years to write a product standard for gauge porcelain tile. Um, and then at the three-year point of that five years, we started to write the interior installation standard um, and then balloted them both together. So I think it's been two years now um, that we have both a product and an interior installation standard. And then at the meeting that you were at, um, kind of the last two pieces of the puzzle from a standards kind of side was an exterior installation standard, um, which we've been working on for two years now. Um, and I think we'll have a draft, a pretty good, there's 10 of us in an ad hoc subcommittee um, tasked with writing that exterior installation standard. Um, and we've been at it for about two years. So I think we'll have a draft to submit to the committee a month before coverings um, and then hopefully a, a good discussion and go to ballot and cross your fingers. That's what always happens. Yeah. And then at the, the last part would be, you know, what does gauge porcelain tile details look like from a TCA handbook standpoint? So at the meeting where you, you were at, um, we finally got the very first detail um, kind of approved by committee for what specifically a TCA handbook gauge porcelain tile detail would look like. And now we're looking at taking that as the template and creating all the other details that are necessary for all the other applications, whether it be walls or floors or wood or concrete or that kind of thing. So it seems like we're starting to put the last pieces of the puzzle together. I'm sure there'll be some new, you know, some new, oh, but we need a standard for this. So, because, you know, it took it took five years to get those other two standards done. It was literally the day we submitted them to committee that somebody's like, well, don't you think we need an exterior standard too? And I was like, yes, sounds like y'all need an exterior standard because I've, I've put five years in and I'm good, but that didn't really, wow. it doesn't really happen like that. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's important for us. You know, um, yeah. the, the better standards can be, the better specifiers and, you know, people are comfortable um, spec in the material. And I think for sure the, the, the standards have helped that, that growth path be, you know, yeah. solid, you know, and, and knock on wood, you know, I think the failures have been minimal, 
you know, yeah. and especially the ones that are put in right, that they don't fail because we did the we did the homework to make sure that there was, you know, methods and standards in place to deal with it. That's great. I love it. Well, that sounds real good. Well, no, I appreciate you taking a few minutes here and sharing this. Hey, man, thanks for the opportunity for sure. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation and benefited from that conversation with Noah as much as I did. The more I get to know the people inside the the companies that make up this industry, the more I love it. I The more I understand how important these relationships that I am making and that you are making are for your business. You know, every successful company has good people inside of it, no matter how large they are. And these good people, they want to help us. They want to see you succeed. They celebrate with, with your wins and they celebrate with your successes. So I encourage you once again, get to know your reps. We've got another great tile money tip right now. And today's tile money tip is sponsored by Later Cree International. And this is actually a short clip that was taken from our live business incubator that we had last September. This is when Ron Nash, uh, he dove deep. He taught the whole class on the art of negotiations. We all came away benefiting greatly from that uh, class. The reason I chose this short clip is it goes along so nicely with today's subject of the power of relationships and getting to know your reps. Enjoy. We have 17 QC procedures before that product goes into the bag. What that means is, as a chemical company, we're on the level, maybe just a notch below pharmaceutical, as far as quality control. Now, the reason why we're a notch below is because we use raw materials that come from organic things, right? You can't really get that accurate on rock, sand, some of these things. You can only get to a, to a range. And sometimes, and I'm gonna tell you this, looking you straight in the eye, we make millions of tons. And I mean exactly what I said. It's hard to wrap your head around. We make millions of tons of material every year. And let's say that the QC range is this wide on, let's say, Portland cement. And let's say it's this wide on sink. And let's say the bag just happens to be, if we took these two bars, left a little bit of overhang where we could have maybe an issue. An extreme on one end, an extreme on another. How that might represent itself in the field is, you mix up a bag and gosh, this stuff, and is this, uh, you know, what, what product do I do? Trilite, okay, I use this Trilite all the time. And normally it's really like fluffy, but now it's not so fluffy. Okay, did it still get hard? Hold everything down? Okay, great. So the workability is usually what first goes. Like if it's expired material, it would, first of all, expired material would never leave our plant. I mean, it literally physically can't, but it normally would be at a distributor shelf. Maybe they didn't rotate stock or whatever. Um, that sometimes happens. It, it actually sometimes happens. And that's all, it's all good. I mean, I'm, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. I'm just saying this is a reality of the world we live in. So you mix up the product and you spread the product and it's a little grainy or gritty. Okay, you know, maybe a little bit of red flag. Now, if I were an installer and the job was, you know, pretty pedestrian, I can bang through this. It's still getting hard, not a problem. Maybe I'll suffer through that. But what I'm gonna do, on every bag, there's a, there's a code. I'm gonna take a picture of the bag, specifically the label. I'm gonna get a hold of my rep. Does everybody know the rep? 
Okay, when you leave, I can tell some of you don't. When you leave, I want everybody to go, I want you to literally physically meet or talk to every single rep that works for you. Okay, what I mean by that is, if you don't use lactic products and you happen to like Ardex, I want you to know and get to know your rep. And the reason why I want you to know and get to know your rep is because on those weird issues, a little snap of a photo can get it to a rep who can then go to our QC and get all the information for that bag in like an hour. And I can say, you're good, no worries. Our routines are good. You're a little bit later on the date. Probably what you can expect is it's gonna, you know, maybe flash a little faster than normal or it's gonna be a little more gritty than normal. But you're good to go. Guess what happens? When they say you're good to go, if that tile pops off the floor, you're good to go. You're fine. We're gonna come in, we're gonna help you out. All right? If you don't know your rep, that's a business mistake. It's literally a business mistake. You should know your top reps, period. I'm not saying you even have to like them. And I understand. This industry is full of some not wonderful reps. It just is. I'm working on the problem, guys. That's all I can say. But the fact of the matter is, is they're your connection to people who have sophistication that might be helping you out in the future. And you don't need it now, that's fine, but you may need it in the future, okay? So just please, go get to know your people. All right, so if you find yourself choosing to install some funky thin set or whatever, and it doesn't feel quite right, make sure, it, but you're gonna go ahead and push through, take Ron's advice, take a snapshot with your photo, with your camera, and text or email your rep. And that's the power of this relationship. The rep's gonna say, uh, you better not use that or go ahead, I, I got you covered. And that's gonna cover your business. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you. I really hope that this is helping you grow a profitable, sustainable business. And if you feel, if you're out there and you feel like you could use a little bit more than this podcast, a little bit more than the discussions we're having, uh, go check out my website, tilemoney.com. I'm putting together something that dives a little deeper, a little more hands-on training. So check out tilemoney.com and, and sign up for the, the beta test or see where we're at. Now, if you love this podcast, please leave us a review. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash tile money and follow the simple instructions to review. And that link will be in the show notes as well. So stay profitable out there, tile friends. Talk to you next week.